0: Chris Mannix with us from Sports Illustrated. I'd probably put my money
1: on the game coming back in some sort of postseason form in July. And that means a three to four week type of training camp in June. Maybe they try to squeeze in a couple of regular season games. I don't know, but I do think we see some form of postseason in the month of July. A lot of this is going to be predicated on what we see coming out of Georgia and Oklahoma. States that are open for business on a limited level, two states that also have NBA teams. If they're able to do it safely and we don't see a spike in infection rates, and other states start to follow suit, which I'm sure they will, then I can see a lot more momentum for getting the game back.
0: That was Mannix from yesterday on The Big Show. Welcome on back. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Austin, this goes out to?
1: Ben wanted a little Bob Seger turn the page. All
0: right. Shout out to Ben on a Total Request Tuesday. Nothing our theme, wrong with that. Our theme today, songs or bands that are inspired by Rhodes? Is that correct? Yeah, they're they have awesome.
1: a, a, the name of a road or a road-type name in a song or a band, whatever. Okay. So let us know
0: what so you want to So it said
1: hear. they're uh, on a lone highway or whatever So What does it say? Yeah. On Ooh. a long, lonesome highway, right?
0: Ooh, Gordon, the highwayman. Can I put in a request for the highwayman? Sure. Sweet.
1: You have to tweet it.
0: Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I mean, we are sitting <laughs> not in the same room necessarily. Well, there's a but... queue. There's a line. <laughs> okay. there. That is true. I don't want to bump anybody. Wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't want to, you know, pull a Gordon Monson. Unless and, you got a couple
1: of George Washingtons in your pocket.
0: You, Austin, I don't know if you've heard this, but they're discouraging the use of cash. I hey, had,
1: do you want it played or not, man? That's <laughs> your choice. I, don't know.
0: I haven't had I haven't had cash in like two months now. <laughs> Usually, I like to have five or ten bucks on me or something for the machine or whatever. Uh, I haven't had cash for a while. Gordon, Why we all know discur- that. You- Why
2: are they discour- discouraging the use of cash because of it spreads germs?
0: Yes. Where have you been? They've been talking about this for a while. Well, I
2: haven't paid much attention to it because um, I, I don't really—money uh, doesn't interest me that much.
0: Most most, most uh, businesses out there, actually—or I shouldn't say most because I really have no idea, but a lot of them that I've encountered uh, that are still operational have gone card-only because hmm. it's—you uh, know, you think about it. I mean,
1: yeah. Well, the arena, even before all this, went card on. They did.
0: Uh, they did. So, any anywho, Gordon, good to catch up on the whole cash thing. Yeah, thanks. Welcome to the party. Let's go to break. Take your, take your card with you next time you go out. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Gordon, let's talk about your column today, up sltrib.com. I'm assuming it's going to be in tomorrow morning's edition, correct? I imagine, yes. Uh,
2: it is at sltrib.com. And essentially, I'm, I'm giving credit to the NBA for – for making the right decisions throughout this whole COVID nineteen thing, I, I think they have established themselves as a league that has the best interests of everybody uh, in, 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 involved in their uh, in their decision making process. And we heard that from Chris Mannix coming back. I I don't know what the NBA is going to do, but I am apt to trust it because they have been careful and cautious and concerned about the welfare of not just the players, the coaches, the personnel, uh, everybody who works in an arena or around a team in any way, shape, or form, but also for the fans. Uh, They acted appropriately and quickly when when Bear and Donovan Mitchell tested positive, and I think they've been making the right decisions and had good, strong logic and have been guided by science and by all kinds of metrics that they that, that they're measuring with to see when that coast is clear and when it when it is reasonably clear i trust that that league is going to make the right decision i might even trust it more than i trust the federal government oh uh, well that's not something meant as a political statement i just i just think that they're using good sound logic as to how they're going about that. So if they do restart the season at some point, in whatever form it will take, because even though they're being cautious uh, about human life, uh, they they still want to start up business again. And if they do, I I think it will probably, I I trust the decision. I I think they're going to, if they do go and they have a a postseason or whatever form they take it, uh, even if it's truncated in a major way, I will feel fairly certain that they have done their homework enough to make that right decision and to do it the right way.
0: Yeah, I I think they've been good. I think they've also been good at at trying to, you know, brainstorm ways to make it work because inevitably that's what they're going to have to do is figure out a way to to make it it work. And I would not blame them if they – in an effort to do so, went to a friendlier state if indeed a, a bubble situation happened, right? Or, or had to move training camps into facilities in states that, that it was able to do that. It may It may come to that, Gordon. I don't think the NBA is going to be able to wait for every state to give it the green light to come back and function. If that and makes it's any
2: sense, to do it nor- normally uh, as long as that is not equal, right? And so right, you're right. right; they would have to centralize it somehow. Yep to, to to get it
0: done. They would. So, or at least that's that's the most logical solution that that I see because I don't think going back to business as usual is going to be an option. Um, certainly in time to finish the latest season, so they're going to have to think outside the box. And if a, a you know a, I don't know, Gordon a. a You know, a college campus in South Dakota is the option. I don't know. I mean, wherever you can find it, work, they're going to be beholden to to some politicians in this situation. I I think it's interesting um, them kind of setting a date uh, as what is it, May 8th, that they can return to team facilities. Because I I don't believe that all franchises are going to have the all clear um, from their states to do that by May 8th. Because I, I don't know all the states, but I know in particular Virginia, which doesn't have an NBA team, I guess, but Virginia is locked down until June 14th. So I'd guess that there are other states out there that are operating under similar parameters. So there, there's still some things that they're going to have to figure out.
2: Yes, there are questions to answer. But see, I think they have the finger on the pulse of of what the right thing to do is. Uh, I guess that's a mixed metaphor. But you know what I'm saying. They're, they seem to be listening to the right people. And, and uh, that you know, when it comes to the integrity of a league, that's pretty important. And the last thing they want to do is start up and then have to shut down again. So I think they are being appropriately cautious as they've gone about this. Because no. nobody wants to go to all the effort of of providing some sort of system that works or at least seems to be, that it will work and then have it not work and then you got to shut it back down again that would be that would be fairly devastating i think for the
0: league can I, can i ask you this and i i have no uh idea what your opinion is on this do you feel like the nfl has operated appropriately throughout all of this
2: uh i i thought the draft was i thought the draft was okay the way they did it.
0: I totally agree. I think they've been yeah. just fine. Why not, you know, uh, they've gone through free agency without having too uh, you know, much of a problem. They, they've done the draft. They've adapted to the circumstance. I don't think they've been particularly rec- uh, reckless. Their biggest hurdle is going to come with are they going to have the season on time or a season with fans at all? So we'll see where they fall uh, coming up a little bit later on. But thus far, I've got no problem with the NFL operating under parameters that that makes sense to continue operation.
2: Do you think it's easier for the NBA to to uh, have games without fans than it would be for football?
0: Uh, Sixes either way. Other than you know the gates a big money maker, not only for the NBA for football, and they only have you know how many home games a year to uh, to make their money, right? So that's rough. Right. But I, but you I could mean, have
2: you could have the Green Bay Packers and the Cleveland Browns meet up at a practice facility and have a game. I mean, that that's happened where they've had preseason practices that way or something. Maybe you could do something like that. I always think of that more in terms of the NBA than I do the NFL. And with the, with the money that these leagues typically generate, I, I imagine that they can get by without the gate for a while.
0: Well, I yeah, you would hope so. I I would I would certainly think so too. I mean, this is going to be dependent on testing and that sort of thing, uh, in order to provide a safe environment to do it. As we always have to say when discussing these sorts of things. But
2: well, I mean, both of those sports are are contact sports, and you got guys that are that are uh, draped over each other, and uh, it's close contact, and so obviously that would have to be a part of it.
0: Uh, Steve Kerr of the um of the Golden State Warriors, acknowledged that his team is operating as if the season is already over. Uh, Kerr said via a Zoom conference call, it feels like the off season," and uh, talked about uh, with Bob Myers, the GM, he said, uh, quote, And, in fact, we had a Zoom call Bob Myers and I got on Zoom with our players, our whole roster last week, and it was just a chance to check in. But it was also a chance for Bob to update the players on his contract with the league and the latest news, but it also kind of felt like our annual team exit meeting. Our coaching staff and I have been undergoing staff evaluations, off-season plans, so we are absolutely in off-season mode right now, unquote.
2: Now that, how, surpri- how surprising could that be, Jake?
0: Well, I, I mean, see, that makes more sense for the Warriors than the Jazz, though, because the Warriors, I mean, they're they're not going to the playoffs. That's true. So, I mean, even if something did kick back up, would the Warriors even be part of it? Probably not, right?
2: No, I suppose they wouldn't.
0: So I would get why they would be operating like that more so than, say, a team that was still in the playoff picture.
2: Yeah, and they don't have much to look forward to if it did like you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, in a postseason situation, they would not be involved. Because so.
0: even if they so even if they did a couple of regular season games, wouldn't they do it between the teams that are involved in the postseason or were in the postseason race? At very least, I mean, you know, because they're sorry. not going to have time to play the rest of the regular season. That I think that ship is is gone. I think they may have time to do some sort of playoff and maybe a little ramp up, but I can't see them finishing out all eighty two games.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. The question is how do you how do you finish it up and what do you <laughs> it gets complicated from a standpoint of if you were if you were interested in just having a postseason and even a truncated postseason, then do you go straight into that now or do you need a couple of warm-up
0: games? See, I think they'd have to do a couple of warm up games, but what do you, I mean, you could call those exhibition games, right? These don't matter. There's a couple. uh, That's, I think that's the easiest. The most cut and dry is just say, okay, we're going to pick it up at the playoffs. The teams that were in when this stopped are in. Those who are not, we're really sorry, but what do you want us to do? Play a couple of exhibitions and then get underway. After a training camp, I mean, they'd have to do something, right? They'd have right. to have a couple of weeks of training camp or whatever, a couple of game uh-huh. situations, and then jump right into it. I don't see the point in having the rest of the league play a few other regular season games. That just seems counterproductive.
2: I agree with that. I agree with that. There's no reason.
0: So you're, you know? if you're the Warriors, their season's probably over regardless. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is a pipe dream that they would have the playoffs, I don't know, but the Warriors certainly wouldn't be part of it. Indeed. And
2: that's the point. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I can see them having—and if they do have a postseason, I don't see them having a full postseason. It's just—that doesn't seem likely. So what would they do? I don't know. Would they do a best-of-three series? Would they do? Would they ship the the playoff teams into one location and do it that way? All these things are on the table right now, and they're sorting through them and and waiting for more information. Which is the point of the column I wrote at sltrib.com. The NBA has been really conscientious in trying to do this the right way, and they are they will build whatever model there is to build, if there is a model to build, based. On the information they're getting from informed sources, scientists and uh, researchers, that's what it'll come down to. And they have to deal with with other things as well, as far as where the teams can practice, where they can't practice. uh, And that gets back to the centralized theory. Whether teams would be willing to do that, I don't know. And by teams, I mean players.
0: Well, I mean merging segments a little bit in our uh, Dr. Delgado talking to us about the antibody tests. Uh, you know, those are really important because you, got, you figure out how dangerous it really is. I mean, yeah. that, that really matters, you know. I mean, if, if you know, somebody gets it or if there is a, a mini outbreak from uh, the bubble or whatever, how dangerous is that really? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, all this information is is valuable to all these circumstances. But what I don't think is every NBA team is going to be back this year. I think that's, I think that's over for teams like the Warriors. That's just not going to happen.
2: So every team that was not in the top eight in their conference, they are absolutely done as far as you're concerned.
0: Wait, say that again, Gordon. Gordon sorry, Austin was every team
2: uh, that didn't every team that didn't qualify for the playoffs is is done.
0: Yeah, I mean, do uh, you see a scenario where maybe they would give teams, like, I don't know, I'm bringing up the standings right now, who's right on the outside looking in no. in the West? You know, Do you give a team so. like Portland, who's right now three and a half games back, of Memphis for the eighth spot, do you give them a chance? Probably not.
2: No, I just don't think there's time and, and a place for it.
0: No. I uh, And
2: I'm guessing. I mean, no one has told me that. Uh, I think Chris Mannix said some similar things when we had him on that it would be a shortened situation. Essentially, a tournament is really what it would come down to, if it's possible. Well, you know,
0: one thing, if they're all in the same location, you could play back-to-backs a lot easier. So maybe you could get more games in in a shorter amount of time.
2: But would you be more likely to do that or less likely to do that considering the condition of a lot of these athletes right now?
0: Oh, I don't know. That's a good question.
2: Yeah, you can't just throw these guys back out on the court like you said. It's it's going to take uh, uh 2 or 3 weeks to get them ready to go again, especially if you're going to put them in a playoff situation where everything is intensified in anyway, even though this year would definitely be different than most years, but I don't know how it would go. I have no idea. And uh, the last thing you want to do is have injuries because you're pressing too quick.
0: Austin has some uh, breaking news for us in regards to a local somewhat sporting event.
1: Yeah, this just coming across. All activities around the days of 47 will be canceled. is what the breaking news is coming across there. No, that's too bad. I mean, the 47
2: days of right at rodeo. Will not be uh, held?
0: Does this mean, that, are they talking about the celebration of Carl Malone's birthday?
1: Yeah, no Carl Malone birthday this year.
0: No Carl Malone birthday. So, well, we can still celebrate. It's just going to be different.
1: Now does this right exactly does I, it says the including the parade obviously Now what some are saying postponed some are saying canceled and I think there's a big difference between the two of those isn't there There
0: but. are but how do you postpone something that's centered around a specific date Yeah that's a good I yeah. mean let's let's talk to Gordon about birthday celebrations here but <laughs> can you have the uh, the, uh, the the days of 47 you know in September
1: No Absolutely not
0: so the same birthday standard applies here.
1: But I call yes. bias here because Gordon hates the days of 47. He hates the Pioneers. Wow, really? Well, not, not true.
0: Seems not random.
1: He hates that everyone dresses up in Pioneer garb and goes out uh, and pretends that they're Pioneers. Well, look,
2: I once said something similar to that that was misconstrued. Verbatim. So uh, I, I, don't, I have nothing against the Pioneers. Uh, they were a hardy folk. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I just never felt compelled to you know hitch up my britches and then uh, get the horses out with the carriage and throw some straw around and and uh, put on my uh, horse cartwright hat and
0: can we can we talk about your weekend or whatever it was living that lifestyle?
2: Which weekend was that?
0: When Gordon went on uh, trek?
2: Oh <laughs> no, you didn't, didn't pro-
0: hike a foot.
2: Well, I guess I did.
0: While everybody else was sweating it out in the sun, humping those hand carts around, you were uh, jumping into the car and driving to the next camp spot?
2: No, the (laughs) the first day I did the the hike that was like six miles or something. But the second day, uh, when they did the heavy hiking up over the Rocky Ridge or whatever it's called, I... uh, They needed someone to drive the car from the drop-off point, the cars, from the drop-off point to the pickup point. And and I didn't want anybody else to miss out on their opportunity (laughs) to experience what they were going to experience. So a number of us did the driving.
0: I'm doing this for you. Is that how you phrased it?
2: Yeah. This was going to hurt Don't worry, me a guys. lot more than it hurt Don't you. Don't worry,
0: everyone. I'm happy to drive. <laughs> uh, so true. I'll save the day as usual. Crisis averted. I'd be happy not to climb that mountain. Thorpe, you get out there on that dusty trail. <laughs> uh, that was about the funniest thing you could have said. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
2: I appreciate what it represents, but dressing up in that clothing and walking around with carts and and uh, jugs of milk. and uh, I'm just not into the whole pi- dressing up in uh, like uh, that pioneer polygamous gear, or whatever that is.